The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. The end of the so-called Great War was tremendous news. The story of the signing of the armistice on November the 11th, 1918, was transmitted to Douglas and elsewhere by wireless and telegraph from the Eiffel Tower in Paris at 11 a.m. precisely. The war had been the greatest ordeal the Isle of Man and its people had ever to undergo. A total of 8,261 men from the island answered Britain's call to arms, along with many women who were in the nursing services. Of all Manxmen of military age, 82.3% went to the war, believed to be the highest proportion of any country in what was then the British Empire. The losses had also been high. 1,165 men having been killed serving with the British and colonial forces, as many again were wounded or taken prisoner. Decorations for gallantry were won by 260 men. They included two Victoria Crosses. In what was called the war to end all wars, 10 million people had been killed on both sides, 1 million from Britain and the Empire. The Isle of Man Steam Packet Company was also heavily involved. Twelve of its vessels were requisitioned by the Admiralty for war service, and four were lost, along with many Manx seamen. The Snay Fell was returning from the Dardanelles when she was sunk in the Mediterranean by a torpedo. The Empress Queen sank after hitting rocks off the Isle of Wight. She was a reliable paddle steamer which gave valuable service transporting troops across the English Channel to France. There was also late news that the paddle steamer Mona's Isle III, which was actually sold to the Admiralty in 1915, would not be returning to the steam packet fleet. Among her varied missions was patrolling the west coast of Ireland and acting as a rescue ship. It's worth mentioning at this stage that the steam packet also did sterling service in the Second World War and suffered heavy losses in ships and men, including at the evacuation from Dunkirk. But back to 1918. The steam packet had one last service to perform after the Great War had ended. On November the 21st, 1918, the German High Fleet sailed into captivity under the British Grand Fleet based at Scapa Flow. But it was the steam packet King Ori which actually sailed ahead of the scores of German warships. In this role, she was the sole representative of the ships of Britain's mercantile marine which had also played a gallant part in winning the war. After this, she was released back to the steam packet and returned in some triumph to Douglas the following year. Meanwhile, the island moved into 1919, and one of the first things to be done was honour its returning heroes and heroines. A reception was held at the Villa Marina for more than a hundred of the 269 officers and men from the island who were decorated for bravery. Also there were three women, nurses, whose courage under fire was also recognised. It perhaps says something about the nature of the Manx that few of the heroes actually wore their decorations. Unhappily, the two Manx winners of the Victoria Cross were not present. Private Abraham Acton won his in 1914, but he was killed in action the following year. Private Harry Christian, who won his in 1915, was no longer living in the island. Meanwhile, the peace treaty between Britain and Germany was signed at Versailles in June 1919, and the announcement of this led to great unofficial celebrations in the island. 
The official celebrations were held over until the end of the summer. This was so that the island's visiting industry could recover from its slump during the war years, and after this it would be business as usual. Nobody could even imagine what was going to happen in 1939.